0: and
1: also like our 15th take
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we we gotta try to figure out zoom there's just um, a lot of buttons to press and a lot of to, to I, I'm currently in my apartment um this is LA what is it like 90 degrees windows closed just so I can't hear the landscaper <laughs> what I'll do for quality
1: yes you're baking in there my apartment gets pretty breezy, so I'm doing all right. Not to rub it in. But
0: <laughs> really? <yeah. laughs> just pour in the salt?
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're Zooming. We're trying to have as much fun as we can during this crazy fucking whatever pandemic. Um, I, I hurt my elbow. Um, if you're watching the Zoom, I have, like, tape on my elbow. I hurt. I don't know how, but I realized when I was brushing my hair that it hurt like shit. And... That's where we are at the pandemic. <laughs>
0: hurt hurt an elbow. Finding mysterious injuries.
1: Uh, very mysterious injury. How
0: do you hurt your elbow? I feel like maybe know it. like a small Victorian ghost child might be playing a joke on you. Ooh, see, I like that. <laughs> you like it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't encourage it. Yeah,
1: him. I do. I, like you know, um, I live by myself with a cat, and it would be really nice to have a ghost. Also, like you know, like a roommate ghost <laughs> roommate, you know. And I love Victorian ghost children, like you know, in the in the night dress that like goes up to their neck. It's like all white with ruffles, and they look really sickly. Like you know, when SpongeBob had the suds, you know. I feel like Victorian children looked like when SpongeBob had the suds, like just no color in their face, like sunken eyes, right. dark circles, yeah. Um, long, blonde hair, and she's like, you know,
0: I don't know, like, find the person who murdered me. <laughs> You're and like, oh my like, god, can we just, like, hang out and be best friends? I <laughs> like, I'm watching Babysitter's
1: Club right now on Netflix. Is Let's it good? It. It's so good, and I want this ghost child to like it, too.
0: I feel like Babysitter's is just, like, universally speaks to children's soul, so... Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know what a Victorian ghost child would be doing in Los Angeles, but hey. You know. I mean, (laughs) she's going to, I'm going to, I'm going to teach her culture
0: at the Babysitter's Club. So start with with the Babysitter's Club. (laughs) Work your way up from there. (laughs) I mean, our culture prior to the pandemic was just frequenting one karaoke bar over and over again. So I don't know for the experts.
1: Sharon spit. Like, you know, for sure, it's amazing that we didn't get sick from those microphones because we were sharing microphones, sharing spit with everybody who was singing, you know, from the microphone. You know, yeah. the common cold was definitely growing on top of that thing. But
0: had the cheapest drinks in L.A., great uh, hosts. They didn't kick us out after you were dancing on the pool table, you know? Yeah, no,
1: they were very nice.
0: Everybody at this bar is like... 35 and up besides our crew Um, I think older than 35
1: and a Green Bay Packers bar for some reason just any Wisconsin person I guess went to this one bar in Culver City
0: exactly so I like made dead eye contact with like this one man as I was rapping ice ice baby and I was like we should have nothing in common but look at us
1: who would have thought look at us now (laughs) not us (laughs) Oh, wow. Is that a classic meme now? It is.
0: Thank you, Paul Rudd.
1: Well, anyway, welcome to Young, Willing, Eager. I'm Zoe Mann.
0: And I'm Victoria De La Concha. You know what's up.
1: This ain't the first episode. Let's just get to it.
0: All right. right? Zoe, you want to hit that generator's button? Let's do it. Our sentence is... That's what happened to your hair? That's really rude right now. Yeah, really. They wow. Um, yeah,
1: like uh, in like month two of the quarantine, I just took a pair of scissors and cut like five inches off my hair. So <laughs> she did. It looked good though. I did. It did. I, I I was surprised. It didn't look as bad as it could have been. And that's good. That's the Victorian
0: and ghost guiding you. <laughs> <laughs> she did it for me. Yeah. Uh, and the emotion is dramatic. Okay, and. The generator says she will be doing vampire genre. Ooh. Yeah! yes. What happened to your hair? Hmm. I thought you were asking me first. Yeah, a second. what happened to your
1: hair? Uh well now I'm thinking of Victorian ghost child.
0: What if she's actually influencing you right now? What if the main character, I'm just
1: like, Success. I just start talking and like riddles. <laughs> um, what if our main character is a vampire and she just moved into her, her mother who, um, was just killed. There's been like, uh, just killed. We don't know how yet, but she was a vampire too. And she moved into her old house and the house is haunted by a Victorian ghost child who in the middle of the night cut, like, all her hair, like, in this ridiculous way. And she wakes up in the morning, and she's like, what did you do to my hair? <laughs> okay, and wait,
0: it's dramatic, what, so she's like... Bleh! What time period is this in? Like, I've seen it being modern day. I'm uh, Modern day, yeah. Okay. So, this Victorian ghost child has lived here forever. So, th- does she know that there's this ghost?
1: She, I mean, she will find out. But I would say, like... When she moves into the house, she she doesn't know. And then when she wakes up in the morning, she sees her hair all fucked up. That's, like, her first guess that, like, something's
0: off. That's kind of great, too, because I, if we're respecting traditional vampire lore, she can't see herself in the mirror, so I could oh, just... Oh, wait, shit. <laughs> no, but, like, I imagine someone says that to her. Like, she has a friend or, like, a co-worker that's yeah. just like, what the fuck happened to your hair? And her mom died which is hard for vampires to do so i feel like there's there's definitely she's going to not only be taking care of the house but investigating the mom's murder
1: yeah yeah because obviously someone had to kill her right it's they're yeah. mortal she's a vampire yeah
0: yeah so like you know
1: somebody you know stabbed her in the heart with a wooden stake and maybe similar murders like this have been popping around the area. So there's somebody who's killing vampires.
0: I would love for there to be, like, not the Van Helsings, because obviously um, what we do in the shadows is doing a great job with that.
1: Yeah. but And then also, uh, let's get away from, like, the Dracula stuff. Let's, like, get some new vampire yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah. Like, what would a modern-day vampire hunter kind of look like? act like I mean I'm thinking of like skater
1: boy like long hair like stoner kid and then he just you know but kills vampires
0: I don't know (laughs) why he's like super lazy in every other aspect of his life but he's got a passion for killing vampires a big passion for it well it's crazy too to think like now Like, to be a vampire hunter, you have to be, like, so freaking sure that it's a vampire you're killing. Because there is, like, a much more higher chance of getting caught being a murderer now than Mm -hmm. back in...
1: Well, I mean, since we're doing this modern day, maybe there's some sort of technology that they created that can sense when someone, I mean, is dead. Like, you know, they obviously are dead, so they don't give off, like... A heartbeat. They don't have a heartbeat. So maybe, yeah. We
0: said at the same time. My heart's beating for you. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> and, yeah. So it's like a detector of heartbeats. I mean, I know that's what a stethoscope is, but obviously you can't just go up <laughs> to people. It's not like, and, hey, yeah. can you just
0: uh, give me your chest for a second? Yeah, come here, come here. It's not that dramatic, but. So, um, our main lady is hellbent on vengeance and finds him but maybe what if the twist was that she realizes her mom was doing something way too evil that she could even get behind and then she starts kind of questioning if she wants to be loyal to her vampire roots.
1: Yeah, well maybe the mom was she was part of a group of vampires, and, the, and she learns this later, you know, in, in, towards maybe the like, midpoint of the season, that her mother was part of a group who wanted to take over the world. Like, I mean, is that too crazy? But, like, you know, vampires would take over society, take yeah. over humans, use humans as slaves kind of thing, you know? Like, they are now going to take over and they were just going to kill all of us.
0: Right. And maybe they were doing things like killing kids. Hence why there's like a Victorian mm. child ghost in the house. Ooh. And the ghost child is a victim. Yeah. We learn later. That's yeah. why she's like, oh, I cut yeah, your hair cause like your mom that. killed me or something like that. Yeah. Cause she's a child. And it? maybe to her, that's what revenge is. It would be cool if our like protagonist was like a modern vampire where she doesn't eat people. She like, Steals like blood bags from like blood banks or something. Like she's a oh, I like that. She's a <laughs> phlebotomist. Silly. You know the the nurses that draw the blood at blood drives, and she's I love that. she's and skimming she's, off the top. Yeah, she's like going to medical school. Like she's super smart.
1: You know, badass. She's awesome. And but yeah, she doesn't want to kill. She's very against killing. Um, does she have vampire friends or is she just by herself?
0: um in in America in America she she probably had like vampire friends but in England I think she has to start over
1: yeah it would be nice as like a juxtaposition to her mom's group of friends who all wanted you know violence and to take over the world and to just kill humans, like, humans are just food to them, you know, kind of ideals, Mm -hmm. Um, that she has a group of friends back in America, like, I see her being from, like, Seattle, and, like, all of her friends are very, like, eco-friendly and, like, save the earth, and, you know, they don't kill humans, they get
0: blood in other ways. Right. They're, like, uh, equivalent of, like, being a vampire vegan. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Okay, so... That being said, though, is her morals being tested for the first time, where she actually wants to kill this person who murdered her mother? So she's... For sure. She's, like, kind of... Um, maybe, like, first couple of episodes, she's, like, all right, like, stalking h- him or her, whoever killed the mom. And then she finds out the truth. And then her new path is to stop... I, she's okay with killing other vampires. Yeah, I mean, she knows that she has to
1: kill back. Well, I think that's something that she definitely struggles with throughout the season is that she definitely has power and, like, she can easily kill va- vampires or other people because she's strong, uh, but she doesn't want to, and that's something that she struggles with. Like, do I, should I, or, you know, do I, you know, that kind of that argument um and but I, I see her as like in order to find out more about her mom she joins her violent vampire group in England because she wants to get closer like you know to find out more about her mom and to kind of dis- well she, maybe she later decides to dismantle the group from in from inside like maybe she invites her vegan friends over to help
0: I love the idea of, like, a group of good vampires infiltrating the ranks of the bad ones.
1: Yeah, and it's like, they're the new young generation of vampires, and her mom, that, that group is, like, you know, old school boomer, like vampire <laughs> boomers.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I could see this being um, a bit of, like, a, I guess, like, allegory. Or satirical vampire. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I see it having like like a dark comedy, you know? Like comedic moments, but,
0: you know, still violent. (laughs) So let's, let's think about our phlebotomist. She's smart enough to get into medical school and has, I guess, like old money because she comes from like a victorian era mansion that's like their family home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What are her flaws, you know? She's she's so far a really good person or a vampire, I should say.
1: Well, you know, being too good can be a flaw. You know, like she maybe she lets people walk all on her all over her because she knows that she has the physical strength to kill, so She really um, just tries to be nice in all aspects of her life, but she realizes that you gotta be strong just because you don't wanna kill them. You can still be strong in the way that you speak to someone and stand up for yourself. Maybe she's not good at doing that.
0: I like that. She's overcompensating for this, like, you know, incurable affliction she has. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: What's her name?
0: I just immediately was like Bella.
1: No, no. no. Vanessa. Or I do like you want to do like a like a fancy name, like a you know? I feel like vampires have. Oh, a fancy like name.
0: maybe she has a really fancy old name, but then she like really shortens it to be modern.
1: Yeah. Um, I can't think of a fancy name. <laughs>
0: Uh like chrysanthemum. <laughs> <laughs> she calls herself Chrissy. I like that. Side note, do you remember that book? Yes, The One with the Mice. hmm I uh, love that book. I honestly... Yeah, I love that
1: chrysanthemum.
0: I have not thought about that book in years, but I appreciate you for knowing what it is.
1: I want to say I haven't thought of it until you said chrysanthemum, and I was like, oh, gosh.
0: We're talking about a uh, yes. children's book. Google it. Audience listening in. It is so wholesome. It's, it's very wholesome.
1: I'm going to I'm going to read it after this. Okay. I'm going to try to find it.
0: Scholastic school fairs would not be the same without it.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, so chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. But Chrissy. And so the ata- antagonist is obviously the skater boy vampire killer. So we should what's his deal?
0: I think he starts out as an antagonist, but then becomes, like, an ally to her cause. Ooh, yeah, like, he
1: he's the antagonist for maybe the first half of the season, and then in the midpoint they decide, like, we need to work together, because the biggest threat isn't that you killed my mom. I mean, that sucks, but my mom is actually part of this really evil group, and we need to save humanity, and that's, like, the second half of the season is... That's their new goal. Exactly. And so, yeah, I like that. He knows that he can help out, him and his friends, because they, they can kill vampires. So,
0: his name is Edward, <laughs> Jacob, um, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> he's British. <laughs> No, yeah, British I, people yeah, can't be named Kyle. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me something. Sir Kingsley. No, I, I, I like
1: <laughs> Paul McCartney.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why we're only thinking of really old British people? <laughs> no, I, I, like, I like Kyle. It could be better. Come on, give me a British name. Pippin. Uh, now I'm on the spot. <laughs> um, John. <laughs> All right, let's let's roll with John. John is oldtimely.
1: Classic. Yeah,
0: John. Um, Pitt.
1: I don't know. John, John Pitt. 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 Doesn't sound like a British name. John Pitt
0: Bear. <laughs> Mr. Pitt. Pitt 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 Pit Pit. Pitt Pitt, Pitt. Pitt, 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 Pitt. <laughs> Okay, we're an insult to the British people.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really love your television shows.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so she she meets John, decides, fuck my passive uh, pacifist ways. I'm going to kill, and then he's like, "You don't know the truth," and the truth is, is that these. Vampires are evolved from a giant, ugly, monsterish vampire. It's like the mother. And they're not killing to feed anymore. They're killing to resurrect this nightmarish creature that's being held in the underground of secret underground chambers of England. I
1: like it. I really like that. So that's their ultimate goal, the mom, mom's evil group yes. of vampires. Love it. Resurrects and the so mothers. John Pitt knew this the whole time. Like his group knew this the whole time. It just takes Chrissy a little while to realize, oh, that's the goal. And John's like, yeah, of course. Like maybe he wasn't even going to try to kill Chrissy. Maybe he tried to because he thought, oh, she's just one of them. And then when he finds yeah. out, she's like, no, we got to help each other. And so, yeah. And then, it like, all at the very last episode is, like, the final battle. You know, good vampires, her friends, her vegan friends, John Pitt's group against these evil vampires who are trying to resurrect this big vampire
0: monster. Do you think in this world we should have other supernatural races? I, I was just thinking that. I mean, if we
1: do werewolves, <laughs> that's just Twilight, but... Um, Let's do mer
0: people. <laughs> make it really different.
1: Yes. yeah, I'll always do mermaids. Let's do this. Yeah. I mean, they can't leave the water though.
0: <laughs> I know. That was so I that was half that a joke. Suggestion. <laughs> I, I wonder if it's necessary. It's just hard for me to believe that vampires exist without any other supernatural ex- creature existing.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess we could do werewolves.
0: Why can I not think? There's like, there's giants? witches. There's fairies. Oh, witches!
1: Yeah. There's. Uh, I like witches and fairies. Okay. Um.
0: The fairy people, you know. Yeah, the fae. Yeah. Um. That's very like Irish. So maybe. Yeah, they could come over to England. Maybe they're actually more, like. Aligned with the evil group to give a bit more um, Mm -hmm. resistance and power, they're like,
1: well, maybe this big monster isn't a vampire. It's like um, its own, like race of mythical. Like it's its own. Maybe a demon. Yeah, yeah. So that's why like fairy people, the fae, would help out with that as well. And the vampires are totally down with it because they made a deal with the fae that the vampires would get you know, high rank in this new world and this new, like, society that they're trying to create.
0: And all the while, all this craziness is happening, she still has to keep everything a secret. Like, they're, the human race can't know about what's going on because then it'll automatically become, like, militarized warfare. Exactly. Yeah, John, Piz—they're the only humans that now are this group,
1: and everybody thinks they're crazy. Like, I think people know that they're like big into vampires and stuff. Like, you know, but they think it's for fun. They're like larpers
0: or something.
1: Yeah, maybe they are larpers, like skater boy larpers. (laughs)
0: Like they ride around on skateboards. Hit me up. They
1: they ride around skateboards with like swords and stuff. (laughs) It's so dangerous. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> I like that all right um so we got John Pitt and then the Victorian ghost child I think this like follows her around and helps her
0: out she's like the comedic relief of like the mostly um dark series yeah she's like I'm that. gonna haunt you forever and then she's like you know what you're just saying that you want to be best friends so I don't care <laughs> and she's like oh, fine yeah I want to be best friends
1: I like that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Let's name it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, let's do uh, uh,
1: Killing Vampires. Pip, <laughs> hip pip, pip, <laughs> pip, pip. <laughs> pip, pip her-
0: <laughs> um,
1: Blood crumpets.
0: Okay, I actually like it. Really? Um, okay, bloody though, right? Because you know how like, the British are like, oh, bloody hell. Like, we could use bloody. Bloody
1: crumpets. Oh,
0: brilliant. Bloody crumpets.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, a bloody vengeance.
0: Would it be too on the nose to call it bloody hell? No,
1: that's awesome.
0: Actually, really, that's my favorite. That are Bloody Crumpets.
1: But Bloody Hell seems like an actual title, you know? Bloody Crumpets
0: just seems funny. All right, let's go Have with... you ever had a
1: crumpet? Good, good. They're just cookies, right?
0: I'm actually quite unsure as to what a crumpet is. It actually
1: pisses me. I'm sorry if anyone's British listening to this. I'm sorry. I don't understand that biscuits is just a cookie to them. Right, like, I have heard not of that.
0: Biscuits.
1: Yeah, biscuits for us is like, you know, like, that you get it, like... And like southern biscuits who they're sick you
0: know. Like Mary yeah. Berry from the Great British Baking Show is going to descend from the heavens and slap you across the face for speaking such slander. She's not dead. Really? <laughs> no she's alive. What oh, well I assume she died once they took her off the show. So this is great news. Honestly, this is how I always want to. She's wanna... alive. <laughs> so she's I want to so... end every podcast, like, finding out good news.
1: We just say someone's dead, and we're like, no, they're not. Yeah, Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, she's totally alive.
0: Ah, oh, Now you're making me second guess it, but
1: no, she's,
0: she's still alive. Well, I hope she would be a fan of Bloody Hell.
1: Yeah, here we go. Bloody
0: Hell. Um, buy it.
1: Let's do it. Let's make it.
0: Oh, God. Stephanie Meyer, I should never talk crap again after this. So we're back with more log lines from the talented black writers at Loyola Marymount University.
1: Yeah, we do. So, Victoria, you want to take the first one this
0: time? Sure thing. All right, so we're going to start with Kara Jackson, who gave us a feature today called Good Country People. With her husband facing decades behind bars, a wife masterminds the perfect crime involving a fake death, grave robbery, insurance fraud, and a whole lot of hair dye. Kara, I love how you wrote this log line. First of all, it's fun.
1: I can't wait it, it's like kind of gives me a gone girl vibe, but yeah. it's like gone girl. I mean I don't know if this is like a comedy of some sort, but it definitely has a lot of flair. I love it. I mean the whole whole lot of hair dye. I just love that line.
0: Yeah, Kara's so naturally funny that so funny. I think this will have some like of that trademark humor she has in it and I'm really looking forward to it.
1: And our next writer is Zoe Young. Love seeing other Zoe's. And she gave us a logline for a TV sitcom that is untitled at the moment. But here's the logline. After losing her job, place, and boyfriend, Sophie, a misguided youth entering the adult world, must keep a fake it till she makes it attitude until it puts her on the right course of life. I love it. I mean, you know, it's a total just regular sitcom um, that's gonna be It just seems like it's gonna be a lot of fun and like fake it till you make it attitude I'm curious to see like to hear like what she's faking like I like what is she is she faking like something in her like in her job or I'm just excited I want to know more
0: yeah it's a classic premise that definitely keeps me intrigued so hopefully Zoe will keep us updated
1: Yes. So thank you, Zoe and Kara. Thank you so much. And please check out their social media handles. We'll have the log lines written on our website as well. And just other organizations that they want uh, people to continue to support. Um, Again, they'll all be on our website.
0: Yes. Check it out at youngwillingeagerpod.com. I almost forgot the name of the website. So I was
1: like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you so much. Stay creating, and we love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.